Welcome to the Mom Enomics Podcast. I'm your host, Booth Parker, mom, wife, and certified public accountant. I am passionate about all things family, home, and finance. This week on the podcast, we are talking about giving the gift of money. Last week, we talked about putting your child on the payroll, if you have your own business, and how it can save you money in taxes and how it can go to your child tax-free. If you missed that episode and you have your own business, you will definitely want to go give it a listen. But what if you don't have your own business, or your child isn't ready to work in your business, or you just want to transfer money to them? That is where the annual gift tax exclusion comes in. But before we talk about that, there is one other thing you need to know about, and that is the estate and gift tax exemption, also called the lifetime gift exclusion. The estate and gift tax exemption is the amount that you can transfer during your life or at your death without incurring estate or gift tax. For 2023, that amount is up to $12.92 million per person. And that amount is transferable between spouses. So a married couple, in essence, would have $25.84 million in 2023. And while most people do not have assets or an estate that would exceed this number, It's important to note that unless Congress makes that amount permanent, that current large amount of $12.92 million or $25.84 million for a married couple, that is only temporary and is set to revert back to about $6 million beginning in 2026. So $6 million is a number that would affect a lot more people's estates and assets. And there have even been political discussions and proposals of lowering the number even more. So that being said, it could greatly affect a lot of people if that number were to go even lower than $6 million, especially when people don't plan ahead. So that brings us back to the annual gift tax exclusion. So how exactly does the annual gift tax exclusion fit into this? The annual gift tax exclusion is an amount that you can gift each year that won't affect that estate and gift tax exemption amount. And for 2023, the amount is $17,000 per person per gift. So a married couple can give $34,000 per recipient. And that gift can go to anyone, not just your children, and to as many recipients as you would like to give to. So in 2023, you can gift $17,000 to as many people as you'd like, and there would be no gift tax. However, if you gifted more than $17,000, then the excess amount would count against your estate and gift tax exemption, that lifetime number. So for example, If I gifted $27,000 to a friend this year, then that $10,000 excess would reduce my estate and gift tax exemption amount. 
So keep in mind, though, that just because tax maybe isn't owed at the time of the gift, it doesn't mean you don't have to file a gift tax return and provide the information to the IRS. So why is this annual gift tax exclusion important? First and foremost, there is the possibility and the likelihood that the lifetime gift exclusion, that a state and gift tax exemption amount, could be a much smaller number when you pass away. Considering the gift and estate tax can be as high as 40%, you want to minimize the amount of estate or gift tax you would have to pay. And that is why planning at a young age is so important. Waiting until you are retired is often too late for effective planning. And one thing that is interesting to note is that when gift tax is owed, it is paid by the giver, not the recipient, and the estate tax is paid by the estate. Let's look at an example. If you are currently 40 years old and your total estate is worth $2 million, then you are probably thinking that this doesn't really affect you yet, but you do need to be thinking in the long term. So say you live to be 80. And at 80, maybe your estate has grown to $10 million. And let's say the lifetime exclusion amount is $6 million at that time when you die. Then $4 million of your estate would be subject to being taxed. But by using the annual gift tax exclusion, you are able to get money out of your estate during your lifetime without it being subject to taxes because it doesn't count towards your lifetime exclusion number at death. So you may now be asking, what can I gift? Is it only cash or can I gift other assets? So you can gift cash or other assets, maybe jewelry or real estate, although real estate is rarely going to be under $17,000. However, it is important to note what assets are ideal to gift now and what assets are ideal to wait and leave to loved ones when you pass. So the big deciding factor in what to gift now and what to gift later comes down to basis. What do I mean by basis? So by basis, I mean the amount the asset is valued at for transactional and tax purposes. So for the annual gift tax exclusion, assets transfer at what is called cost basis, thus making cash a very ideal asset to gift. What cost basis means is the actual cost paid for the asset. So if you bought a diamond ring for $12,000 and gifted it, then the recipient would also have a basis in it of $12,000. If you bought a piece of land 30 years ago for $15,000 and it is now worth $150,000 and you gifted it, then the recipient would also have a basis of $15,000. This is where taxes would come back in, because if that recipient sold the gifted land, say the day after you gave it to them,
for the market value of $150,000, then they would pay taxes on that gain of $135,000, the $150,000 market value that it was sold for, less the $15,000 cost basis of the gift. But on the flip side, if you waited to give that piece of land at your death, then the recipient would get what is called a step-up in basis, meaning that even though you paid $15,000 for that land, since it is now worth $150,000, then the recipient has a basis of $150,000 when they receive it after your death. So if the recipient sold that land the day after your death, after they received it, for that $150,000, then there would be no gain and no tax due. So you can see why there is definitely some planning and strategy that needs to go into what assets you gift now and what you leave at death. The more assets you have, the better you need to plan. So maybe you want to gift your child some cash now, but you are worried they aren't responsible enough to save it or invest it as wisely as you would intend for them um, to do so. So you can also create a trust and gift the money into that trust. If you go this route, I would highly recommend consulting an attorney that specializes in this area. Um, but this can be a great way to go if you have younger children or maybe ones that have been a little slow to mature. And while it can be a little morbid to think about planning for death and taxes when you are younger, it can make a big difference in maximizing the value of your hard work and your assets and minimizing taxes. So since this podcast has been a bit technical, let's do a little recap. And don't forget, you can always read the blog as well. I have it linked in the show notes below. So point number one, the estate and gift tax exemption, also called the lifetime exemption, is the amount of money and assets you gift during your lifetime and or at death without tax ramifications. While that number is $12.92 million per person in 2023, that number is currently set to decrease significantly. So that means you want to get money and assets out of your estate before death. Point number two, the annual gift tax exclusion allows you to gift money and assets each year while you are living to reduce your total estate. As long as you don't gift more than the annual exclusion amount, which is $17,000 per recipient in 2023, then your lifetime exclusion won't be affected. It is important to note that the annual gift tax exclusion amount has historically increased each year and will most likely continue to do so. Point number three, planning which assets to gift while alive and which ones to pass along at death can make a big difference in the recipient's basis in that asset. Assets that have increased in value versus their original cost are the ones you'll most likely want to gift at death 
so that the recipient gets that stepped-up basis and minimizes taxable gains on the sale of the asset. You work hard. You want to maximize how much you are able to give your children and loved ones rather than Uncle Sam. So making a long-term plan is ideal to achieve that goal. Thanks so much for listening. Please note, tax information contained in this podcast is for federal tax purposes. States will vary. And remember, all content contained on this podcast is educational in nature and is not considered financial advice. Have a wonderful day.